Welcome to the Degenerate Nation podcast, live from Studio G. I'm with A.A. Ron. Hello. How's it going? Wow, what is that noise? <laughs> that was, that was, was that your next tell? That was nothing. That was nothing. That was Are a, you getting uh, a text? Whoops. Nope. I just broke my phone by dropping it, trying I, to check for a text message. Good start. It was a sex. Believe it or not, my phone's low on battery for anybody who knows me. That is something that's always the case. So but his vibrator is high on battery. Uh, how are you, Andy? Oh, next question. Okay. Um, so, um, we uh, were talking before the show a little bit. Um, we were watching uh, Beastmasters, I think it is. It's like an American Ninja Warrior type yeah. show on yeah. Netflix. Yes. Um, and uh, you had a little experience on a... Oh yeah, Go ahead. Um, take I, over. So I went. Uh, I you was, didn't sign any like non-disclosure acts. from American Ninja Warrior. They're gonna kill me. Yeah, like is that, yeah? Are we like in Fuck, any? Don't kill me. A ni- Ninja All right, Warrior. well, go ahead. You talk the rest of the. Go ahead. Okay. Boo. Um, the rest of the way, I'll, I'll for like yeah. the forty minutes. Exactly. Oh, um, okay. So I was doing audience work in LA. Yep. Which is what happens when you go and you don't have a job. Okay, so... And I understand not having a job. I don't have one right now, but... Uh, when you go and... Excuse me, sign up to be an audience member, and they pay you, like, eight bucks an hour for, like, five hours. So, like, everybody at, like, this show, if, like, it's, like, who's cheering is getting paid, like... Yeah, they're getting paid. paid. As yeah. Wait, just, like, a as extra, a, basically. As a fan. I, you, the sitcoms do that. Were you ever an extra? On, like, any show? Uh, uh, are we talking about my porn extra career already? Well, I have a friend. Um, I'll, I'll drop his name, Mac Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And he was uh, on a show called House of Cards. Oh, yeah. He was an extra on uh, episode 8, I believe, season 2. Season 2, episode 8. Cool, yeah. man. Season 2, episode 8. Yeah. Cool. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. So, like, was there anything like behind the scenes that you got to see because being an audience member? Or was it pretty... Tight, broad, and like, no, it was a production. it was a tight production, man. For American Ninja Warrior, no, they did you they see tell anybody you make they... it through the course? Yeah, was it pretty I, cool? I think I did. They were uh, the shortest man in the Filipino Basketball League. <laughs> Adrian Branch is the tallest. He's the tallest, as tallest you know. Liar, tallest liar, tallest tale teller. <laughs> tale is all just time. Tall tales. Do you like tall tales? Uh from mm-hmm. like. Like With Paul Bunyan, Five Goes West. Is that a tall tale? That's a yeah. I don't. I don't think so. No, I that's think a like movie. Paul Bunyan. But yeah, I did like I, that. Was one of my favorite movies. Is from childhood. America's uh, Five Goes West. Yeah. America's Tale. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like that's more applicable now with what's going on with immigration than ever before. Five's going was, east. Was Five? <clears throat> sorry, was Five from Russia? Was he? Where was he? Where was Five from? I think he was from the was deep part hold of of he was a Russian Mexican <laughs> Russian of Mexican descent from Bulgaria. Okay. Um, Next question. Um, Next question. So, like, you didn't get to see anything behind the scenes, like that would like surprise people that just watch the show. Uh, no. Um, but I I saw things like in. Uh, I've seen things, man. You've seen some things. I've seen some things. I, I saw somebody get into the to the taping with a shirt 
that just said it was like a marijuana leaf or something, a giant marijuana leaf. I was like, what are you doing, man? They let him in with the, the shirt on? Yeah. Well, it's California. Yeah, California is fucked up, man. You know, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going to be the one to condemn that. No, you can't condemn such things. No. You can't condemn it. Condemn it. Condemn it. Condemn it. Condemn it. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, so, uh... It's a beautiful night outside. Nice and yeah. rainy. Nice and rainy, man. Yeah, it's been, uh... And, uh been a nice little stretch of weather we've had here in yes, it has. February 70 Yeah, what's uh, what you know about that? Yep. <laughs> Alright. What is the weirdest place you've ever peed? Um, I would say the weirdest place I've ever peed. Yeah, like Vatican City, like uh, I haven't seen the Vatican. <laughs> um, I was not ready for this question. No, man. Hmm. Well, weirdest place you've ever done a tinkle. A tinkle. can't edit, man. So, my friend uh, texted uh, he me a, like an idea for a short story, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the short story was about a guy that he detects pee, the tea, tea, tea smells, pee smells. He goes into the bathroom after, like, or he eat, he knows what they eat first, and then he goes into the bathroom before they flush. And he smells it like, you know, like a wine connoisseur smells his glass of wine. You can, like, tell if they've had asparagus. Exactly, man. Exactly. But much more talented than just a that. Much more talented asparagus. So, um, do you have any samples of this writing? Oh, uh, shit. It was on my, it's on my phone. The thing will stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have not written that. I did write a poem yesterday, though. Yeah? Yeah. The poem was... What was it? <laughs> uh, let's see if I can remember it. <laughs> oh, boy. You like that energy? Yes. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's the other half of my thing, situation, that I'm facing. What are you looking at me for, like that? Just listening. Those loving eyes. I don't have, I'm just listening. Don't you hide your love away. Are you going to do your poem or no? Ah, uh, my poem. Well, it was, nope, I'm not going to do that. This is going to be the best episode Ever. I feel like. Yep. What do you think? Absolutely. The best? I mean, I don't know. I think they all are the best in their own ways. I mean, Dingo is not going to join the show. Oh, I yeah? Have you heard back from him? No, but, you know, how long do you have to wait to get hold of a male porn star I mean, for... You know, maybe in a busy time, tax season. Tax season? <laughs> male porn star tax season. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Never say never. 
He's a star, though, for sure. Like, you reached out to star. him. I did. All you can do... All you can do is reach out to Mandingo. Is reach out to a Mandingo. You don't have to reach out very far. Right? No. <laughs> no, he's just like he's 14 good. inches yeah. around. Exactly. Which uh, means that he doesn't have to have a job. Exactly. Speaking of long inch count, we heard from a, a friend that... I, I posed a question about how important is someone's it's like job or their level of perceived uh, success to make them attractive. Yep. To be a member of the opposite sex, the, yeah. um, the, the female sex. Yeah, whichever is your opposite sex. Yeah. Or if you're attracted to the same sex, the, yeah. you're attracted sex. Whatever. So, how important is the job? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, like, especially if you're, like, the high-achieving type, like, how important is the job mm-hmm. to um, that person? Yeah. And so we came, like, came up with a dick ratio, I guess. So it, if if it's really important to a person, they're going to... According to this person. Yeah, accept a smaller penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, or less, smaller, less wide penis... If their job is really good. And if their job isn't really good, then they're going to accept only like nine inches nine inches long and like four inches around. That is ridiculous. Yep. That's a little bit of a, of a stretch, right? Well, you know, I mean, you also have to consider the source. It's coming from a very good-looking... You know, educated, you know, girls going to law school. So, I mean, she's probably going to be able to literally afford being picky in a way, maybe. And not, and not feel that alone, right? Yeah, I mean, everybody's different. I mean, she's, she said several times that she just didn't believe in being with one person ever. And, like, you know, and she, like, literally... Some people, I think, say that to be defensive because they aren't with anybody. So, they're like, oh, I don't believe it. But I think, honestly, she believes it. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's a nympho. So, it's like, I mean, to her, like, that's what she wants. And, you know, it's it's funny because, like, this girl doesn't need... This girl's tiniest. This girl is tiny. So, I don't yeah. know where she... You know, but... Regardless of whatever sort of programming that causes that to be, you know, it's like... Who doesn't want BBC, man? I don't know. Would you want to have a BBC? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. It wouldn't make sense. Why wouldn't it make sense? If I had a 14-inch dick? It doesn't have to be that big. You know. If it's like the size of the, they would say in a rap song, is that's acceptable? What do they say in a rap song? You know, like big eight nine inch dick, or was it big eight inch dong? Need it? I it's mean, like that Eminem song with about Dre or something about his dong. I think so, it's called Dre's dong. So what? Like a Dr. Dre dick? Yeah, like a big old Beats by Dre dick. Sure, anybody would. I guess. Do you, right. do you, and we were talking about monogamy and whether that was an ideal scenario or not. Mm-hmm. Or like a scenario that's very possible. Yeah. Uh, what do you think that monogamy, first off, is it real? 
Or is it just an ideal? Is it real or an ideal? Or an ordeal? I'm sure it's real. I yeah. mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's no less natural than, I think, sitting around and watching a screen every night with images on it that you're not really doing. Like, that's not natural. There's lots of unnatural, quote, yeah. unnatural yeah. things. Um, you know, I think, like, you know, in a way, it, it, it simplifies and it makes it say, you know, you at least have that one person you can rely on, mm-hmm. which in a way, it's very codependent, but it's codependent by nature. I mean, I don't know. I believe in it. I, I think it's uh, something that overall, there's a reason people strive towards it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, but it's really hard to meet someone who you can really match on that profound of a level. So it shouldn't be easy also. So, not yeah. it not happening or the possibility of it not happening ever doesn't make me believe in it any less. Or not working out. Yeah, like, I mean, you can't think of anything that way. The way I look at it, I I view myself as someone who it's possible to happen for, and I think I'd be good at it when it's the right person. So, we'll see, but, you know, it hasn't happened yet. In the meantime, you're not trying to limit yourself, is that what you're saying? What do you mean? To wait for monogamy? Like, I mean, you can't you can't completely limit yourself, no. I mean, you can't limit your experiences, and if you, at times you want to, that's, you need to make that your call, but not for, you know... Your sex experiences, you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. 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 Do you feel, like, really backed up or, like, fucked up if you don't get your sex experience? For sure. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, you know, it's like, but at the same point, you know, after a while of, you know, kind of meaningless, you know, relations, it really actually does get a little bit unfulfilling. Um, yeah. A little bit, I don't know if frustrating is a word or what, but it's like a little bit like, man, this could be like, you know, it's like these tortilla chips are great. They really are, but it'd be really nice if I could throw some cheese on them. And yeah, definitely. Dab them in some salsa, too. Like, <laughs> I guess in the meantime, I'll just do chips and salsa, but if I had some cheese and got to throw them in the oven and mm-hmm. make them nachos, that'd be kind of a little bit better than chips and salsa. Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, that's, a, you know, I mean, it's a really shitty, literally cheesy analogy I just made, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, it, it you know, kind of is what it... You know, it feels like... So, you know, at the same point, like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, just... I'm just trying to enjoy myself in the meantime. I'm in my 20s, I'm, you know, having a good time. But at the same point, like, you know, I... It doesn't necessarily... It's not like I'm going to the bar and trying to get laid all the time now. Well, no, you don't. You just do the Tinder to get laid? type thing where you just swipe and wait and invite them over I'm saying even that like just like the meaningless like interactions I'm kind of over those at this point me too so um you know that that's what I was saying so okay but yeah I've used Tinder sure yeah I ever, did I ever tell you one of my like the my like first and worst Tinder experiences no so um we uh you know, we we talk on the first was saying. I talk on Tinder with this girl, and I, we chat for like a few weeks before we ever meet. 
the Saquon number one. Oh, I've made that. So like we like painful mistake. We go, well, like it, you know, I, it, the thing was, it's like oh, we're hitting off great through chat. I'm asking all these questions, getting to know her, all this. The thing is, like, what is the first date for? You know, to get to know her, to meet her. You know, it's yeah. Like, and all this, and like I'm already through like all my questions, and the thing is, you know, when we meet, I don't have any of that like social brownie points from getting to know her all that time, so it's just awkward or whatever. But we work through the first part. She's talking about how she's a teacher and mm-hmm. how her lesson plans and blah blah blah. Just keeps talking about work. It's you know, it's like whatever and like. I'm completely tempering my personality at this point down to like 20% of who I am. Because yeah, yeah. If I'm anything more than a boring person to this girl, it's not going to happen. She was alright. She was pretty cute. Um, but I was sitting down at the bar when she came in. So she came in and sat down next to me. It was like yeah. my higher chairs. So everything's going good. Then we get, I, we get up to leave and I'm looking slightly up. She's a little bit taller than me. <laughs> And she realizes she's a little bit taller than me, and realizes I, you know, and, you know, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, like we don't say it, we make an awkward hug where I'm like reaching up slightly, I'm like, this is never going to work, I can't protect you, like, no. Oh, when they're taller? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's just, no, it's not, sorry, shallow or whatever, I'm not going to be with a girl who's taller than me, that's just not happening. Like, it's not going to be comfortable when we're like... Cuddling, it's not going to be comfortable ever. Like, to put my arm up at an angle. No. Yeah. So, it's too bad because I'm attracted to taller girls. I think I'm attracted to taller girls because I know it will never happen with them. Same reason why if I find a girl's a lesbian, she goes up a half to a full point. There's um, the self-hating Jew part, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I think every guy likes a girl a little bit more when they know they can't get her if, it's, if she, they're at all attracted to her. Um, do you think like we both have a situation like that? I love the chase. That's other things. I do like the chase. It's one of the things that does keep me wanting to go back out there over and over again. Yeah. I do like the chase because I used to fail all the time at it. And frankly, I don't fail as much as I used to. So it's, you know, almost like my old, you know, my past self is like, I'm doing it for that in a way. Yeah. But then uh, after a while, I'm like, it's like not really what matters. But it's also nice when I do make an effort that it's not always ignored or yeah. forgotten about. So, I don't know, though. You know, there's still, you know, there's always particular people that keep your attention. And, you know, it's like you can make a choice either to make a conscious effort not to think about that person or you can just, you know, kind of give into it a little bit and, you know... Try not to have it limit your whole life, but at the same point, you know, you like what you like. So, yeah, you know, I've, and you, it starts with a picture. What What do you mean by that? I mean, these days it kind of starts with a picture, right? It always, in a way, started with a picture where you're walking up to somebody and you have your expectation. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, even if it didn't start with a picture, I mean, with this person, you know, it started with. Me seeing them, knowing nothing about them, and then deciding based on seeing them and knowing nothing about them, I like them. Yeah. And, you know, um, as I've learned about them, I've liked them, you know, and then there's been their, its difficulties at times, but it's like almost like 
Jesus Christ. I apologize for my phone going That's off. That's great. So Just turn the phone off. Yeah, I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm sorry. That's don't like, why I don't get this many text messages. Oh, you're so popular tonight. Yeah. Try them off. That's okay. Moms are great. Oh, I'm not complaining about it. Oh, it's, it's... Hello, Amber. Maybe not all moms are great, but my mom's great, and I've, I'm sure that your mom is also very great. Whoop, 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 whoop. Anything worth, like, is anything sexy, keeping it sexy to read on the air? Yeah? One second, yeah, just, please, just one moment here as we, we have a live listener question, now that Dead I, air. Now that I've helped when you guys, you know, Dead air. So we have a live listener question. Okay. It's regarding Mandingo. Alrighty. Um, since we have, um, since we've had help discovering our connection to real Mandingo via Google image search. Yes. Um, have you watched a Mandingo porn and do you... Have you pleasured yourself to said porn? No, have you seen one yet? I have not. Um, and, you know, even though... Okay, and also... Dead air. So now my <laughs> phone is off. I apologize. I will just edit that out. <laughs> no, I don't edit shit, man. No, this is going all live. Is We're doing very well here. We are... Yeah, this is really this is real. Really crushing it, I feel like. Um, anyway, so um, another story I wanted to go over was my first drug experience. Ooh, okay. Did I ever, did I ever talk about this? Um, so I was um, eight years old, and for some reason we had citric acid brought into our elementary school classroom. Our what fourth the grade fuck? Class. We I could get away with anything about, like, back then. Culinary stuff or something yeah like. yeah and so i heard citric acid and i thought of acid and so i decided me and my friend decided to take a bunch and snort it oh god ended up like bubbling up inside our noses and like foaming through our eyes and like burning like our tubes and our holy like, crap like, man yeah it could have caused some serious serious pain Wow. And that was my first drug experience. Jesus, and, man. But since I was, a, like, a young kid, I've always been interested in smoking. Like, yeah. I've always been, like, when, but not cigarettes. I've always been interested in smoking pot. Like, I always used to pretend to smoke joints, like, yeah. in the winter. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was about that. I've, I've never really been a big cigarette smoker, but I've always wanted to, and... Sure enough, I'm a pothead now. Yeah. Like, my favorite movies as a kid were Friday and Half-Baked. Oh, Friday is great, man. Yeah. Friday, my mom used to take the VHS of Friday yeah. and hide it in the filing cabinet in the garage, <laughs> and I'd pretend I didn't know it was there. It's filed under, don't touch. Yeah, and it was like, fi- you know, <laughs> and like I would take it out and watch it and then rewind it to make sure she didn't know I watched it. Yeah. And then put it back. You remember yeah. rewinding? Oh, I do. Uh, yeah, the, I, I had several VHS, VHS, VHS tapes and tape, yeah. taping shows like, on VHS. I remember, I remember having a lot of Disney VHSs and those big plastic like VHS boxes with yeah. all the artwork. Yeah. And now it's like, I can't remember the last time I bought a DVD. What was the last di- DVD you bought? Oh, uh, I have no idea. 
Never no idea. Easy question to ask. Yeah. We literally have like two bookcases full of DVDs at my house from when I was in college and I used to buy DVDs. Oh, really? I'm like, that's thousands of dollars I waste on DVDs. <laughs> the, how, literally. Literally. Oh, I've, like, I've wasted thousands crazy. of dollars. And now it's myself. like you don't, you never watch anything on anything physical. You never buy, you, no one can remember the last CD they bought. Yeah. It's like, how, how do musicians make money anymore? How does anyone make money? Like it's it, they hustle in some form or another, right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess live performances, mm-hmm. you know, like sponsorships, but they're not making any money through record sales. No one's buying records anymore. Yeah, no, that's like, true. So, you know, well, you, if you buy an like, album, it's still caught. Like, you still I've heard like on like Pandora, it's like you get they get like point oh 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 seven cents per play or whatever. Really? I think if like you looked up like how much the most. Like someone made on like Pandora was, it's not a substantial amount. Pandora yeah. kind of fucks over all those artists. I feel like so does Spotify. Yeah, but whatever. Um, <laughs> have you been watching any shows lately? Uh, I watched the pilot for Crashing. Yeah, I yeah. watched it too. What did you think? I liked it, man. Right. Oh, it was it was you for know people who don't of, know, give them a little like synopsis of it what was it was. Kind of depressing, though. Well, all all comedy is. Yeah. And it's just, so it's Judd, Judd Apatow produced. Yeah, it's a Judd Apatow production. So it's going to be a, you know, depressing comedy, you know. Like, yeah, and it's about, Pete Holmes plays the character Pete. Yep, Pete Holmes, he plays himself. He plays exactly himself. Yeah, so yeah. it's loosely based on his own life, I've, so I've heard, and uh, like, no spoilers, he walks in on his wife cheating on him, you yeah. know, classic scene in lots of movies, old school or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, he decides to leave, um... He was pursuing to be a stand-up comic, so yeah. something I relate to a little bit on some end. And um, so he's, you know, on his own in New York, mm-hmm. correct? Uh, yeah, in New York. So he's on his own in New York, on the New York comic scene. Like, thing I like is there's very subtle cameos of, like, um, different comics in there that if you're not really in tune with the scene, you're not going to know. But if you are, like, Big J Okerson was one of the guys in the pilot. They said yeah. Big J. And uh, Artie Lang, who, you know, obviously people may know him from Howard Stern. Yeah, he's, you know, he's but, a legend. Yeah, he's a legend, and he's very dark, and, you know, has a lot... It seems like they're bringing a lot of honesty to their roles, which I really appreciate. And, uh, I mean, I just know most comics are pretty depressed, dark, fucked up people. Part of the yeah. reason why I'm very interested in the scene myself. Yeah. So it's like, that's where comedy comes from. Comedy comes... It's really weird, but it comes from fucked up misery. Like, that's what it is. It's just, you know, a way of channeling yeah. and framing it. Or a distorted mind uh, like there's a creating reason. misery out of things that shouldn't be that miserable. Either way, who knows? Because, you know, distortion is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So, you know, um, like, in, who knows? But um, I, I'm looking forward to keeping watching that and... Uh, you know, I am looking to uh, step up on the stage myself, and uh, yeah. I'm going to do it tonight, actually, I've decided, so... Really? Yeah. They serve food there? I'm gonna, uh, I, I don't know, but I'm going to be going on... It's going to be at, like, 11 o'clock. Oh, it's 11, so, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm going to go get in line in about an hour and a half here. Nice. Um, For their open mic, you know, it's at the Big Hunt, so... Oh, yeah. Let's do it, and uh, I'm going to go for it tonight, so... And that show, honestly, was, like... Something that just kind of 
really spoke to me and really kind of inspired me. I'm a big fan of getting inspired and spoken to. And maybe I look too far into it, but I really like doing that with music. I like doing it with shows. And yeah. Something I really enjoy doing. So, And I felt like that show was just very honest. And I really feel like I am the type of person who needs to be giving this a shot. So I'm in a position with my job to where I can really, you know, come home, rest up, and go out and do it. And yeah. I'm going to start making a real effort at it, and I'm doing it. tonight's the first step, so. All right, well, Aaron's going to get, uh, he's going to get ready to do that, man. Yeah, so it's February 28th, and uh, here we go, yeah, 2017. Yeah. That's right, it's I've been, I've been, like, thinking about doing this for, like, almost six years. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big deal to me, and uh, it's a big deal to be going back and trying it. That's awesome, man. So, well, you got to get ready for your show. I mean, yeah, if you want to sign off on this, we can. I mean, this was really kind of all over the place, but who cares? Of course, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I think, you know, it's just uh, whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, just, you know, really think about yourself in non like a non like a traditional selfish way, just in a way like, it's like, is it what you're, what you're doing, the efforts you're making, the directions you're going, are they going towards a direction that's making you happier, making you feel more fulfilled? Yeah. Are they going in a direction that, you know, you're feeling that you're, you know, they're honest to you. They're, you know, you should be doing things that make you nervous, but nervous in a good way. You should be doing things that bring out your passion. You should, that's how I, well, you know, you should be going, you should be going for it. You should be seeing if you can achieve your dreams, if you can't, and, uh. I've been thinking and I've been so afraid of failing at this comedy thing, but part of it, part of success is failing. So, you know, with anything, it's like, you know, being nervous about putting yourself out there for someone and getting to know somebody because you've been hurt and burned so many times. If you're like that, you're never going to, you know, and same with experiences, you know, and I've been putting this out and I'm ready to fail and I don't think that I'm only going to fail, but I know that there's failure involved in it and gonna give it a shot so that's fucking awesome man here we go and that yeah. didn't really make sense but no that made great sense i i think there's you know this might inspire a couple listeners which is great yeah it's part of the reason i mean i keep saying part of the reason i did this podcast is to eventually do stand up and there's nothing that's not there's nothing keeping me from doing it at this point i've written and written and written for years now i have yeah. material um you know, and I'm ready to get up there and find out what I really got. So I'm gonna go out and do it, and uh, you know, I'll be letting you know how I do and oh, yeah. everything like that. Next podcast, which will be later this you know, week. But I can call it. You want to do a call to action? Besides, go out to the big hunt tonight at eleven. Yeah, eleven o'clock. Yeah, open mic at uh, you know, Google it, but you can find it. It's in Washington D.C. Nice. And the so. other call to action is tweet us at Degenerate Show. And go to iTunes and give us a rating and subscribe. Rating, subscribe, rate, find us rate on us Facebook. whatever you like. Find us on Facebook at Degenerate Degenerate Nation Nation Podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Degenerate Nation Podcast. Degenerate Nation Podcast. That's right. Um, we are, you know, available on all platforms. I'm Aaron J on Facebook. If you want to find me, you can. Yeah. Send me a friend request one day. That's right. Um, Do but, it. You know, if you don't, that's fine too. You know, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm, uh, pretty excited, and, uh, he's gonna nervous. go fucking do this thing, and I'm so. gonna, I just realized I need to eat some goddamn dinner, so, alright, bye. Alright, bye.